Welcome to the Cedar Grove Church Podcast. We thank you guys so much for continuing to listen in, uh, to watching online, on Facebook, on YouTube, to coming to church. We are so thankful for our local church community, and you guys are in for a treat. Um, Pastor Monty is still speaking from the series, When I Became a Man, that's all about men and speaking life into them. And this sermon is titled, A God-Made Man. Let the church say amen. Come on, let's give God some praise for the mighty men of Cedar Grove Church today. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Give God some praise. That would be good if that was for me, but I'm talking about God. He created men in his own image. Yes, Lord. We thank God for you today. We applaud you today. We celebrate you today. We encourage you today. And not only today, but any, we are, are very intentional about making sure that we can pour life, uh, speak life into our men. We have programs not only for our youth, but we also focus on our men, too. And we thank God for all of our men, all of our fathers, as well as our father figures. Hallelujah. We just thank God again for each and every one of you. Hallelujah. Well, there is a word from heaven that I would love to share with you. Anybody ready for a word today? Amen. Why don't we give God some praise for the word? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful to God for all that he has done in this place on this day. I want to call your attention to the book of beginnings, Genesis chapter one, Genesis chapter one. And we're focusing on uh, verses one, uh, verses 26 through 31, 31, excuse me, Genesis chapter one, verses 26 through 31. And we thank God again for all of our men, a mighty men of God. I believe with all of my heart that as our men go, so does our country, so does our society, so does our community, and definitely our children. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1. Hallelujah. Beginning at verse number 26, going down through verse number 31. And I'm continuing in the When I Became a Man sermon series. Hallelujah. Talking about when we had an authentic encounter with God and the impact that God's presence in the life of man. And hallelujah. When I became a man and we thank him today. Genesis chapter one. Hallelujah. Verses 26 through 31. And when you have it, please shout. I got it. Amen. Reading from the New King James translation. The word of God reads. Then God said, let us make man in our in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the over all the earth and every over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him male and female he created them verse 28 says then god said then god blessed them and said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing that lives on the earth verse 29 and god said see i have given you every herb that yields seed 
which is, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. Also, every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, which there is life. I have given every, somebody shout every, every growing herb uh, for food, and it was so. And verse 31 says, then God said, uh, then God saw everything uh, that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Amen. Please remain standing. I'm going to pray, but I'd like to use for a thought this morning as we travel through the text. I want to talk about a God-made man. Amen. A God-made man. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for all that has taken place on this day. This day that we set aside to acknowledge and appreciate fathers, uh, the men that you have created, oh God, and fashioned in your image. We thank God for you and being our heavenly father, who is a good, good father. We know that we're loved by you. Lord, we thank you for our children. We thank you for everything that has taken place in this service. Now it's time for preaching. Speak now, Lord, that every saint, soul, and sinner in this sanctuary will have an authentic encounter with you, even on those for listening all over the nation. Bless, speak, and move as only you can. I'm going to say thank you now. It's in the name of Jesus we ask it all. Somebody loves it all. Say amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, a God made man. Many of us have, have, have heard the expression of a self-made man. Uh, a self-made man. And the idea is that the accomplished and accolades that uh, an individual has accomplished is based on their own intellect, their own actions, and their own attitudes. Amen. A self-made man. Hallelujah. I don't know if that's your testimony today, but that's not my testimony. Uh, I want to let you know that I'm a God-made man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because everything I, I have, he gave me. Everything I am, hallelujah, he made me. Everything I know, guess what? He taught me. Everywhere I'll go, it's because he brought me. Hallelujah. I'm a God-made man. <laughs> hallelujah. Because without him, I am nothing. But does anybody know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you? Yes, Lord. That's what it means to be a God-made man. Hallelujah. That God has placed his hand on you. God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of you. And today, 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 as we just uh, talk, in, uh, talk briefly today, I want to talk about a God-made man. Amen. I want to introduce to some and present to others uh, as we celebrate this Father's Day, uh, the first son of God, the, the son of God. Hallelujah. I want to talk about a God-made man. I want to talk about Adam. Amen. Adam, I know some of you are looking confused now because you said, wait a minute, I thought Jesus was the only begotten son of God. Amen. Yes, Lord. You're absolutely right. He is the only begotten son of God. The begotten meaning born of a woman. But somebody knows that Adam is the created son of God. Amen. Don't take my word for it. Look at Luke 33 and 38 in your Bible. Yes, Lord. Luke 33 and 38 in your Bible. Yes, Lord. The son of Enoch, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, which is the son of God. Yes, Lord. God created Adam. Yes, Lord. And when God created Adam, guess what? He created him in his own image. Uh, and some of you understand and you've heard it said down through the years that God doesn't make any junk. <laughs> And today I want to talk about what it means to be a God-made man, because often I believe that the world, the world, the world will often define and, and beat up and brutalize men. Does anybody know it's not easy being a man? 
Hallelujah. I, I know some of you say it's not easy being a woman, but it's not easy being a man. But I want to breathe life in you today. Amen. I want to speak the word of God into you. I want to let you know who God has created you to be. Hallelujah. And when you understand who God has created you, believe me, I believe you'll understand that God didn't make no junk. Uh, God fashioned me in his image. Yes, Lord, I am a God made man. As a matter of fact, the world would tell you that we came from apes. Anybody heard that before? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. That's bad information. Yes, Lord. We didn't come from Ace. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, when God looks at us, he sees us a little lower than the angels. As a matter of fact, it's in your Bible. Psalms 8 uh, verses 4 through 9. It says, what is man uh, that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you should visit him? You for you have made him a little lower than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion. There it is. Over the works of your hands, you have put all things under his feet, all sheep, all oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea they, that pass through the paths of the sea. Oh, Lord, how, oh, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Did you know when your daddy made you, he made something special? Amen. Hallelujah. And if you are breathing today, you need to know that God made something special when he made you. Hallelujah. I'm talking about our God made man. We didn't come from apes. Hallelujah. We are a little lower than the angels. Hallelujah. God made something special uh, when he made us. And today, today, I want to talk about a, a God made man. Hallelujah. A God made man. And I, I want to talk about uh, God's created son. Adam, the first man that was ever created. Hallelujah. God, the father created a son. Hallelujah. And I believe in order to fully understand why something was made, you need to go back to the manufacturer. Yes, uh, the manufacturer, uh, uh, the original equipment manufacturer, Why, uh, the one that had something in mind when he put this thing together. And that's what I want to talk about today when we talk about this man named Adam as we celebrate uh, uh, men today. And I know some of you say, wait, wait a minute, didn't Adam mess up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam did mess up. Adam did make some mistakes, some mistakes. But guess who did not make mistakes? <laughs> Each and every one of us have made some mistakes somewhere along the way. Hallelujah. But that's why we thank God for Jesus. Yes, Lord, the one who was perfect, who walked the earth sinlessly. And even after a mistake, God can do some great things. But, but even with that being said, I want to talk about a God made man. I want to talk about God's created son. I want to talk about Adam, uh, uh, what God had in mind uh, when he made man in the first place. Can we go deeper today? Uh, in my in your Bible, in, in Genesis chapter one, verse number 26, the Bible says, and God said, let us make man in our image. According to our own likeness, uh, let him have dominion over the fish of the sea. There it is, over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over uh, all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth uh, in the earth. Hallelujah. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about uh, Adam's perfection. Hallelujah. Somebody say Adam's perfection. Yes, Lord. Adam's perfection. Uh, God made him perfect. Uh, uh, because when you think about it, what does it mean to be made in the image of God? Uh, to be made in the image of God, that means that you were made perfect. Hallelujah. Uh, God is perfect. So when he created man, just like himself, he made him, he made man perfect. Uh, this, of course, refers to the original creation of man. Man in his initial state in Genesis chapter one, Genesis chapter two, it talks about uh, Adam in his original perfect state. Uh, when God first created man, man was created just like God. Uh, and somebody knows that God is perfect. He has no flaws. Yes, Lord. Created in perfection, uh, created with 
without any flaw or defect whatsoever. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, he had a perfect body. Y'all saw Brother Kirkland from Minister Kirkland flexing a minute ago. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, when God created man, yeah, he, he created him with a perfect body. Uh, he created him with a, a perfect mind. Yes, Lord. Perfect health. Perfect intelligence. Uh, he knew no sickness. Uh, knew no disease or, or accidents. Yes, Lord. He had no uh, uh, inability to learn. Hallelujah. He was intelligent. Somebody shout intelligent. Uh, that's what God had in, made, in mind when he made man. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, perfect. Yes, Lord. He had no sickness, no disease, no accidents, no inability to learn. He, uh, he experienced no pain or suffering. Somebody don't know when to shout. Because <laughs> some of y'all have, uh, after the fall, you understand that knee gets to act up every now and then. Yes, Lord, you can predict the rain. Some of you, hallelujah, amen. No, no pain, no suffering. Yes, Lord. He, uh, he, he sensed no alienation, no emptiness, no loneliness. Yes, Lord. He never shed a tear of sadness, sorrow, or grief. He was perfect, y'all. And above all, man was free, sin free, uh, free of sin, free of corruption, free to live forever and to never die. That was what God had in mind. When he created man, yes, Lord, he created him perfect. Somebody shout perfect. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Created him perfect. Yes, Lord. And uh, free from sin and free from corruption, free to live forever and to never die. Man was created perfect in the very image and likeness of God. Let us make man. Uh, in our image. Yes, Lord. Uh, as a matter of fact, Matthew, uh, Jesus said it in Matthew 5 and 48 this way. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. God has called and created us to be perfect. Somebody say perfect. Amen. But not only Adam's perfection, I want to talk about Adam's purpose. Uh, Adam's purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. Because the Bible says it right there in verse number 26. And, and let's, let him have dominion over the birds of the air. Over the cattle of, of all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth. Yes, Lord. Verse 28 uh, uh, picked it up and said, then he blessed them and said, let them be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion again over all the fish, over the sea, over uh, the birds of the air and over everything the, uh, that creepeth and moves on the earth. Yes, Lord. Adam's purpose. Hallelujah. Uh, Adam's purpose was to have dominion. Somebody shout dominion. Yes, Lord, to have dominion. What does that mean? Yes, Lord, to have dominion. God, he was created for leadership. Hallelujah. He was called to be the head uh, and not the tail. He was called to be above only and not beneath. Yes, Lord, he was called to have dominion. Yes, Lord, to have leadership. Yes, Lord, to lead, uh, 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 to have dominion, and most importantly, to have dominion over himself. Has anybody noticed that when you get yourself act straight now, <laughs> how everything in life uh, has a way of getting straight now? <laughs> yes, Lord, everything. Yes, Lord, and that's what he called him to do, to have dominion even over self, to have self-control. And not only that, but ev over every creeping thing, every other thing that God had created, over all the things that he created in the, in the five days prior to creating uh, man. Hallelujah. He gave Adam dominion over all of that. He had good stewardship. Somebody say stewardship. Uh, he was supposed to take over, uh, 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 to, to tend to the, the, the garden. Hallelujah. He had responsibilities. Yes, Lord. He had dominion to leave. And some of you think dominion means uh, bossing somebody else around. I thought I'd get some help right there. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Uh, uh, bossing someone else around. Yes, Lord. Uh, but believe it or not, in Genesis chapter 1, he's talking about in his image, he created them, male and female. <laughs> 
Uh, so really, we're not called to have dominion to boss and subdue other people. Amen. We're called to have dominion over the other creeping things to con uh, in the earth. Hallelujah. Uh, because I believe a woman can lead just as well as a man. Amen. Amen. I believe that. Yes, Lord. I believe that he's gifted us, but I do believe in godly order. He's given order. Yes, Lord. And men are supposed to be the lead. Uh, we're supposed to stand up. Yes, Lord. To pull up our pants. Yes, Lord. And to be an example. That's what God has created us when he created us. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, God's purpose. Yes, Lord. To have dominion, uh, to, to be in control, to, to be able to stand up uh, and not sit down. Hallelujah. When, when the phone rings, uh, don't tell your kid, tell them dad ain't here. <laughs> and, and some of them who had learned a lot real good, <laughs> they'll answer the phone and say, you know what? Daddy said he ain't here. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. But, but to stand up. And I believe all of us have been through some situations where it's easier to stand down. As a matter of fact, if you've been living long enough, hallelujah, the world will knock you down. Uh, and somebody will tell you, hey, hallelujah, what you are not going to be for free. They'll, they'll talk you down. But, but God has called us to have dominion. Amen. Uh, Adam's purpose yes, purpose, yes, Lord, to have dominion over every creeping thing, to be fruitful and to multiply. In other words, you're supposed to be the create. God has called us to create things. Yes, Lord, to, uh, to use our ingenuity. Yes, Lord, to work with our hands. Yes, Lord, to, to, to have, uh, 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 to create things, to have dominion, to be fruitful and to multiply. Amen. And even on this Father's Day, I want to let you know there's a difference between a father and a daddy. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. There is a difference between that. Yeah. Uh, uh, just because you make a baby doesn't mean you knew how to raise a baby. Hallelujah. Yeah, there is a difference today. And that's what God has called us to do, to be fruitful and to multiply. Amen. Uh, so Adam's uh, Adam. We talked about Adam. Yes, Lord. Adam's perfection, Adam's purpose. But I want to talk about Adam's provision. Uh, when you look at, at God and God being the perfect father, the God that provides all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Yes, Lord. Adam's provision. The Bible says in, 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 ver, uh, in verses 29 through 28. Hallelujah. Adam's provision. And God said, see, I've given you every herb that yields uh, seed, uh, which is in the face of the earth, all the earth and every tree whose, whose fruit yields seeds uh, to to it. You shall be for food. Uh, and for every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which uh, there is life, I have given every green herb uh, for food. And it was so. Yes, Lord. Uh, God, who's been the perfect God, our heavenly father, who's been the perfect father. Yes, Lord. He gave us everything that we need. Does anybody know that God is not a deadbeat dad? Hallelujah. He's not a dead be dead. Yes, Lord. God has promised in his word in Philippians chapter four, four and my God shall supply all your need. Yes. Uh, according to his riches and glory. I'm talking about Adam's provision. That's what God had in mind. Yes, Lord. He wants to let you know that if you are a child of his God, of, of God, hallelujah, I God will supply all your need. Amen. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, David put it this way in Psalm 23. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. Uh, I shall not want. Uh, he maketh me to lie down in the green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Yes, Lord. He restoreth my soul. Yes, Lord. He prepares a table before me in the 
presence, yea, of my enemies. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and, and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He prepares a table. Yes, Lord, God provides for his children. Yes, Lord. So Adam, yes, Lord, Adam, this man of God. Yes, Lord, this is what God had in mind. God provided for us. And I just believe there are times when we feel like we don't have everything that we need. But I want to let you know, men of God, today, you got everything that you need. Uh, when the devil tells you you can't do something, yes, Lord, I want to let you know. I want you to remind that God shall supply all my needs. My God shall prepare a table. Yes, Lord, I can do all things through Christ uh, who strengthens me. Amen. Amen. So Adam's, Adam's perfection, Adam's purpose, Adam's provision. But I want to talk about Adam's peace. Uh, because the Bible says in uh, in uh, Genesis chapter two, verse number twenty five, how he concludes this. And this was uh, in, in Genesis chapter one and Genesis chapter two. This was before the fall of man. Hallelujah. This is when Adam was in his perfect state. The Bible says in Genesis chapter two and verse number twenty five. And they were naked ah, and not ashamed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I know we got the babies in the house today. Hallelujah. But believe me, hallelujah. That is not a, a, a sexual situation. Uh, what he's talking about. And they were naked. In other words, they were transparent. They were in their sinless state. Yes, Lord. I want to talk about Adam's peace. Yes, Lord. They and they were naked uh, and not ashamed. Yes, Lord. In other words, they were in a transparent, honest, open relationship. Uh, can you imagine or, or uh, have you ever been in a relationship where you don't have to lie? Uh, you don't have to cover what you see is what you get. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And ain't nothing like that. That's peace right there, y'all. Yes. Uh, Adam's peace. And they were naked. They were in the Garden of Eden. Hallelujah. Him and his wife. Because somebody understands that God said it's not good. For man to be alone. Yes, Lord, we're designed, uh, uh, we're called for community. Yes, Lord, we're created for community. We're designed to be together. We're better together. And God had given him a wife. Yes, Lord, he had given, given Adam, uh, he, he performed, uh, uh, he put Adam to sleep and performed a ribectomy and, and created Eve, his wife, uh, from the rib. Yes, Lord. And, and they were in the garden. Uh, they had peace in their relationship. The honey was on the moon. Yes, Lord. They still smiled in their sleep. Uh, they were open and honest. Uh, this is what God had in mind uh, when he formed us. Hallelujah. That, that we should be able to be at peace. Yes, Lord. In our relationships. I don't know about you. That makes me want to praise God right there. Amen. Hallelujah. Because some of y'all know what it feels like to have some baby mama drama. Yes, Lord. Or, or some baby daddy drama and all of that. Amen. Hallelujah. But there's nothing like having peace in your relationship when you can go to your own house versus getting off work and driving home as slow as you can. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. You, you want to have some peace in your house. Yes, Lord. And they were Hallelujah. And not ashamed. Hallelujah. Amen. And when you think about how God has made Adam, uh, God, the heavenly father, uh, what he had in mind when he created uh, man. Yes, Lord. Adam's perfection. Yes, Lord. Uh, Adam's purpose. Uh, Adam's provision. Yes. Uh, Adam's peace. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, I want to talk uh, about Adam's problem. Because in Genesis chapter three, yes, Lord, uh, that's when the sin curse hit the earth. The Bible says in Genesis chapter three, verses one through eight. Hallelujah. It talks about now the serpent 
uh, was more cunning than any other beast of the field the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, has God not indeed asked, uh, shall you not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, yes, love, we may eat of the tree of the garden, hallelujah, but it's the tree of the good knowledge of good and evil that we shall not eat, hallelujah. Uh, do you understand that whenever you have uh, perfection, whenever you have purpose, and when you, uh, God has given you great provision and you have great peace, uh, have you ever noticed that here comes the devil? <laughs> Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Here comes the devil. The devil has a way of just showing up on the scene for free uh, in every occasion. And that's what happens here. And because of that, uh, it created a problem for Adam. Uh, it created a problem for Adam. As a matter of fact, we come introduced to the concept and the theology of the original sin. Somebody shout original sin. Uh, original sin. Yes, Lord. Adam's problem and, and, and the theology or the understanding of what original sin means is is when uh, what happens here is when Adam, hallelujah, wanted to be wiser or like God and began to doubt, began to doubt what God has said. And do you know that's what the devil always does? Uh, the devil always comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy God. He comes to plant a seed of doubt so that you can doubt what God said. As a matter of fact, he asked the question, did God really say? Oh, my God. Did God really say that we can eat of any tree? Uh, except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Because God wanted us to know only good. Perfection. Uh, he wanted us to have no idea of what evil meant. That was what God designed. Hallelujah. And what it did, it created a problem for Adam. Yes, Lord. Uh, because Adam, Adam was he uh, it created a problem because the enemy was questioning. As a matter of fact, he questioned Eve. Hallelujah. Uh, did God really say and really believe it or not, that's where uh, all sin tr comes from anyway. It's the original sin. Whenever the enemy plants a seed uh, uh, and, and asks us to doubt what God says. And because I want to keep this mostly positive today, hallelujah, I won't go down the list. Because some of you have uh, had some doubts yourself. Did God really say? Hallelujah. <laughs> I won't go down the list, but maybe I need to today. Hallelujah. Uh, did God really say we needed to save ourselves from marriage? I thought it'd get quiet right there. Yes, Lord. Uh, did God really say we need to give a tenth of all thine increase? Uh, did God really say I need to forgive my enemy seven times seven? Did God really say again? Uh, and, and whenever we doubt what God has said about something, hallelujah, that creates a problem because anybody knows uh, anybody who knows God God's character is loving God's character is kind uh, God loves us hallelujah as a matter of fact God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in us in him should not perish but should have everlasting life yes Lord hallelujah and Adam because he doubted what God said that created a problem 
Hallelujah. But believe it or not, I, I believe there are some lessons that we can even learn from Adam's problems. Amen. Uh, believe it or not, I believe there are still some things that we can benefit and be blessed as it relates to who God has called us to be. God who created us for pe perfection. Hallelujah. God who gave us peace. God who gave us provision. Yes, Lord. God who gave us purpose. Hallelujah. I believe that even in Adam's situation, we can learn from Adam's problem. Can we go deeper today? Hallelujah. So one thing that we can learn from Adam's problem, hallelujah, is the impact of your influences. Amen. The impact of your influences. Because uh, what happened in Genesis chapter 3 when the sin curse hit the earth, hallelujah, it was a situation where the enemy spoke to Eve and Eve spoke to Adam. Hallelujah. He uh, had an appetite for the forbidden. Uh, did God really say, because the Bible says that Eve took of the forbidden fruit uh, and she gave it to Adam and it was appealing to Adam and Adam ate also. Notice nothing happened when Eve ate, uh, but everything happened when Adam did. Uh, because again, that's where God had called him to be. He was supposed to be the head, right? Uh, he was supposed to be the, the, uh, the head and not the tail. But the Bible says that, that uh, because of her influence, Hallelujah. Uh, uh, Eve had spoken to Adam and she gave it to him and it was appealing to him as well. Yes, Lord. And he ate and the world was changed forever because of that. Yes, Lord. The impact of your influence. Does anybody know that your, in, your influences have impact? Uh, uh, my grandmama put it this way. Birds of a feather flock together. Yes, Lord. The Bible says that iron sharpens iron. Uh, my Bible tells us that one can chase a thousand, but two can put 10,000 to, to flight. My Bible tells me that two or three are gathered together, touching and then agreeing that God would be a God in the midst. And I want to let you know, if you want to know who you will be three, five, ten years from now, look who you're running with. Mm -hmm. The impact of your influences. Lessons that we can learn from Adam's problem. Yes, Lord. But not only uh, impact of your influence, but the consequences of your choices. The consequences of your choices. Amen. Because Adam, yes, Lord, he he made a choice. And I say this frequently. Hallelujah. And I believe this with all of my heart. I believe the quality of your life is based on the quality of your choices. Somebody can tweet that. Let me say that again. The quality of your life is based on the quality of your choices. Amen. And I just believe, yes, Lord. Well, somebody can say, well, many of us have been victims. Yes, that's true. Hallelujah. We've all been victims. We've all been in situations, yes, Lord, where we've been knocked down. But does anybody know if you can be knocked down, but with God, you can get back up? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. We, we can be uh, uh, victims in one situation, but God can take your victim situation and turn you to victorious. Hallelujah. God can take your tragedies and make you triumphant. Yes, Lord. And what makes the difference is what we choose. And Adam chose Hallelujah. Because believe it or not, the, temp, uh, uh, the sin is not in temptation. Uh, uh, the sin is whenever we le le yield to temptation. So Adam, yes, Lord, lessons we can learn from Adam's problems, the impact of your influence, the consequences of your choices. Yes, Lord. And then here it is. Uh, number three, uh, acceptance or avoidance of accountability. Mm. Acceptance or avoidance of accountability. Because the Bible says when God uh, uh, asked Adam about what had happened. Uh, Adam did what many of us have done in the past. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He got it caught up in the blame game. <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody familiar with the blame game? Uh, what Adam said, it was the woman that you gave me. Uh, uh, she gave me the apple or she gave me the fruit, I should say. 
and I did eat. The blame game. As a matter of fact, it got so good to Adam that Eve did it too. Eve said, you know what? She got caught up in the blame game. She said, it was the serpent uh, that made me do it. Yes, Lord. The serpent. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, 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 that woman that you gave me. I just believe today that in order for us to grow, uh, God wants us to grow from our mistakes. Amen. And even in the midst of our problems, I just believe that God can get some glory out of it. Amen. Uh, but we have to have make the choice. Are we going to accept it or are we going to avoid it? Amen. Uh, when God asks us uh, what's going on, hallelujah, we can accept it uh, uh, and say, you know what? I messed up. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the woman. Hallelujah. It wasn't society. Yes, Lord. It wasn't the hand that I was dealt. It wasn't the side of the tracks because I just believe, hallelujah, that with, with God living on the inside, there's nothing nothing I can do. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe that God has called us to do great things. I just believe that we're called to be giant killers in the earth. Hallelujah. And I just believe that the bigger they are, that the harder they fall. The God that we serve, he's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. So Adam's problems. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, Adam had a problem. As a matter of fact, the enemy attacked, attacked Adam before he even had a child because believe it or not, the problems and the challenges that you face even today. Hallelujah. It's not even about you. It's your seed that, Adam, that the enemy is after uh, because he wanted to get Adam off track uh, before his seed was in the earth. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. But I, does anybody know the devil is still a liar? Hallelujah. Because I just believe today. Yes, Lord. And I'm coming home now. I just believe today that you can flourish even after your failure. <laughs> uh, I, I believe that today. As a matter of fact, I believe with all of my heart. Yes, Lord, that uh, even in the midst of what uh, our problems, hallelujah, that God can promote us in our problems. Amen. Because I believe this. Hallelujah. I believe that all failure is not final. As a matter of fact, I believe that uh, uh, in order to achieve a level of success, hallelujah, uh, as uh, failure is often a prerequisite for an authentic encounter with God. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, failure is the ground floor for your ambitions to take off because if it wasn't for failure, hallelujah, some of us wouldn't be in church today. <laughs> hallelujah. The Bible, and we've been talking through this whole uh, thing about uh, 1 Corinthians 3 and 13 and 11, and that when I was a child, <laughs> I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, understood as a child, but when I became a man, yeah, I put away child things. And I just believe today that the way we handle our problems, the way we handle our failures, yes, Lord, we can learn something from Adam today. Yes, Lord, uh, that God often uses failure and, and, and problems, hallelujah, to promote us to an authentic encounter with God. As a matter of fact, Adam came to the earth perfect. Yes, Lord, he didn't have to become a man. He was created a man. Yes, Lord, because God had put his hand on him and breathed life in him and told him who he was called to be. But uh, just like every one of us, all of us have had an encounter with the enemy. Yes, Lord. We've all had some tragedies. We've all had some uh, uh, trauma. We've all had some tests. Hallelujah. But again, I believe we can come out triumphant today because the Bible tells us, yes, Lord, that if a man be in Christ, yeah, he is a new creation. All things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. And what I like about God that even in the midst of Adam's problems, I want to talk about Adam's pursuit. Yeah, because I'm coming home now. Yes, Lord, Adam's pursuit. As a matter of fact, it was God who pursued Adam. Yes, Lord, because in my Bible, the Bible says that uh, in Genesis chapter three, verse number nine, the Bible says, Adam, where are you? <laughs> and I just believe that's a good question to consider today. Adam, 
Where are you? Believe it or not, uh, God uh, takes the initiative. Somebody shouts initiative. Uh, whenever we've fallen down in life, yes, Lord, I thank God that I have a good, good father who, uh, uh, who loves me. Yes, Lord, I thank God, yeah, that I have a good, good father, yes, Lord, that takes the initiative in restoring relationships. And what I've learned from Adam, yes, Lord, uh, because I know some of you say, well, Adam, he didn't he wreck the Titanic? <laughs> didn't the world forever change because of Adam? How what I love about God is that there's no mistake too big uh, that's too hard for God. Somebody say no mistake. Amen. Because I know all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But I thank God that my God takes the initiative. Yes, Lord. When we fall short, yes, Lord, God takes the initiative and goes looking for his children. I remember a time when we were in Seattle at my niece's graduation. Yes, Lord. Uh, we were in a crowd full of people. Yes. And, and uh, people were everywhere. And we were trying to handle all of our children. Lord have mercy. And they were little. Hallelujah. We had the grandparents and, and everybody else. And guess what? Uh, my son. Yes, Lord. He got lost in the crowd. Yeah. MJ. Yes, Lord. He got lost in the crowd. And, and it wasn't for the, but about two minutes. Amen. That we could not find him. But guess what we did? And as a good father, uh, as a good parent. Yes, Lord. If you love your child. Yes, Lord. You're going to go looking for him. And, and you say, you know what? Where? And that's what God does as a good father yes lord where are you adam yes lord i'm coming and i'm taking the initiative to go and find out where you are and that's exactly what he did yes lord because i would still be in seattle even to this day yes if my son was still up there but because i love my son because i'm concerned about it and even though they make it separated from us and that's what sin tries to do that's what sin does amen a good good father would go and search out uh, and go and find his kid and that's what God did who is our good good father there's nothing too hard for God there's no mistake too big yes Lord because again all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God but I thank God that I have a father that will pursue us somebody say pursue us amen we didn't have to come looking for him he came looking for us yes Lord as a matter of fact some of us he had to scoop way down to pull us up but I'm glad today that God takes the initiative to go and see about his children yes Lord and God is the one that says you know what there's no mistake there's nothing too big to separate us from the love of God as a matter of fact Paul put it this way in Romans 8 and 8, 8 and he said what shall separate us uh, from a love of God which is in Christ Jesus yes Lord nor, neither heights nor depths yes Lord nor powers nor principalities nor things to come nor things to are present shall be able to separate us from the love of God and I just believe today that that's who God wants us to be. That's who God has called us to be. That's who God has created us to be. And that's what God is calling us today. God is a good, good father. And he has a plan for each and every one of us. For all of our men. Hallelujah. He has a plan for He's created us in perfection. Yes, Lord. His original design, yes, Lord, is that we should not have any illness, no sickness, no death, no desire, dying, no disease. He created us in perfection. He created us with purpose, men of God. You have a purpose. Can't nobody be you like you. Hallelujah. I'm going to say that again. Can't nobody be you like you. As a matter of fact, God created you as an original. So don't die trying to be a copy of anybody else. <laughs> you be as you as you can be. The psalmist declared that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, O oh God. 
And sometimes you need to do just like God before he made an animal or a keyboard or an organ or anything else to praise himself, to praise him. That when he created everything in the creation, he stepped back and praised himself. He said, that was good. <laughs> and sometimes you need to praise yourself, man of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. If nobody else won't give you a compliment, you need to look in your own mirror. Yes, Lord. And we say, when God made me, yeah, that was good. Yes, Lord. I'm, I'm a God made man. I'm a God made man. I have purpose in the earth. God has a purpose for me. He has a plan for me. Plans to prosper me, not to harm me. As a matter of fact, and even when times get hard, hallelujah, when you have doubts in your mind, just understand that not only did he, uh, as, we, as we talked about Adam's perfection, Adam's purpose, but I want to talk about as well Adam's provision, the God that I serve. He promised to supply all our need according to his riches and glory. And I've learned, uh, I've been reminded recently, even during this pandemic, oh, Lord have mercy, that if you honor God, if you continue to trust in his word, the God I serve, he will provide. He will supply all your need. Yeah. According to his riches and glory. Yes, Lord. Uh, somebody knows what it feels like to get a paycheck and a stimulus check. Amen. <laughs> what won't he do with y'all? God is good today. God is good today. Yes, Lord. He's just that good. And that's what he'll continue to do. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. And in the midst of that, he'll give you peace. Adam's peace. Huh, peace that surpasses all understanding. Hallelujah. We thank him for that today. And even when the enemy comes in like a flood, hallelujah, to bring in problems, because problems come to all of our lives. As a matter of fact, I believe some of the men that God used greatest were the people that had the greatest faith. David was a liar. David was a murderer. Hallelujah. Uh, Jeremiah, he thought he was too young. Abraham was a liar. Hallelujah. Even Elijah, some thought he was schizophrenic. Amen. All of us have problems. All of us have situations. But the God that I serve, he's able today. And I just want to let you know today that even in the midst of your problems, men of God, that we have a God that will pursue us. God loves us. And even after we've fallen short and fallen down, the God that I serve, he wants to pick us up and bring us back. And that's why he sent his son, Jesus. He sent his son, Jesus, to hang, bleed, and die on a cross. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And that's what he did with Adam. Yes, Lord, he pursued him. He took the animals. He killed the animals. Yes, Lord. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. He covered Adam's nakedness with that animal. Yes, Lord. And that's what he did with the blood of Jesus. He covered our sin. He covered our shame with the blood of the lamb. So if you're here today, the first step in purpose is to come to Jesus to come to know him as your Lord and Savior. And not only that, not only did he call us to believe, but he also called us belong. He called us to connect with the church, to be able to connect with him, to walk in our purpose. Yes, Lord, to have intimate fellowship, to learn to study his word, and to give back to the world the things that he's devoted and given unto us. So if you're here today, if you're here today, hallelujah, and you haven't uh, accepted Christ as your personal savior, we won't let you know this altar call is for you. If you're here today, you need to connect with the church. We won't let you know this altar call is for you. But I wanna do this too, even before we open up the altar. I, I wanna lift up our men in prayer today. I, I wanna cover our men. My brothers, I understand that. I want you to understand who you are in Christ. God has a great plan for your life. 
And I don't care how many problems, I don't care how many mistakes, even the things that you may have even done last night. Hallelujah. There's nothing too big, no mistake too large, no sin too great that the blood of Jesus can cover it, can cleanse us, and God can't renew us. And I just want to let you know who you are in Christ today. Is it all right if we pray? Hallelujah. I'm going to ask if everyone would stand in the house today. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. I want all of us to stand today. And I want you to understand who God has created you today. He is a good, good father. And we're loved by him today. There's none like him. There's none like him today. And, we, and, and women of God, I, if you're close enough to your man, hallelujah, I want you to lay your hands on him. And if you don't have a man here, I, I want you to even just extend a hand to our men today. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Extend a hand. Hallelujah. Because we're going to pray and we're going to intercede. Because you're men, you're men created by God. Men created in the perfection and the image of God. With the purpose of God. With the provision of God. And even when problems come from the enemy, yes, Lord, you have the power of God operating inside of you. And he'll pursue you and renew you. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you. We worship you. We adore you. Lord, we thank you for every man under the sound of my voice today. Every man, oh God, from the youngest to the oldest, oh God. And Lord, we thank you that you love us and that you have a plan for us. We thank you that you created us, oh God, with the purpose of having dominion, oh God, to control ourselves and our situation, oh God, that we shouldn't duck, duck and dodge, oh God, but we can stand up, Lord, and be everything that you've called us to be. So Lord, I thank you today for every man in this building, Every man under the sound of my voice. Every man that has even gone through the struggles of life, oh God. I thank you that we can still do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would breathe back into them just like you breathed into Adam, oh God. And how Adam became a living being, oh God. Breathe into us today, oh God. Give us what we need, Lord God, to strengthen us and to equip us and to empower us that we may be good men, good fathers for our children good examples in the earth, oh God. Lord God, good husband to our to our women, oh God. And Lord God, good, good men, of good employees, oh God, that we may be fruitful in the earth. And Lord God, I pray right now for everyone that has gone through and, and taken the enemy's best punch, oh God. It may have felt like they have fallen down in the earth. I thank you that you're a good, good father and that we're loved by you and that you still love us and that you still pursue us, oh God, and you still pick us up. We thank you for your son, Jesus, oh God, your only begotten son, the sinless one, oh God, who came and restored us to revive us and to renew us. Breathe into us, oh God. Cover us, cleanse us, empower us, make us everything that you've called us to be. And we will be forever to give you, grateful to give your name the honor, the glory, and the praise. So we praise you today, oh God. We thank you for who we are in you. We thank you for you loving us, oh God. Bless us now as only you can. It's in Jesus' name we do pray. Somebody loves him, shout amen. Hallelujah. Give God some praise for the mighty men of God. Yes, Lord. For all that he's doing in our lives today. And we thank him for that. And again, there may be somebody here today that needs to receive Christ as your Savior. And there may be somebody here who wants to unite with the church. If that's you, hallelujah. The choir is going to sing. And you have this opportunity to come. You have this opportunity to worship. You have this opportunity to unite with the church or, or even unite with Christ. As the choir sings, when you come to him today, he's able. He's able. He's able today. Don't leave the same way that you came. God created you. 
Yes, Lord. You are made man made by God. Come on. God, we serve. How excellent is his name in all the earth. We pray God's blessings upon each and every one of you. We pray that the spirit of Lord has ministered you and met you in your place of need today. Let us stand so we can receive the benediction today. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we worship you. We adore you. We thank you for the eyes have seen, ears have heard, and hearts have been made to feel. We thank you that you are a good, good father. Lord, we thank you that you have made us in your image, Lord. Lord God, in your perfection, with purpose, you've given us provision, Lord God, and even when we face our problems, we thank you that you are the God that will pursue us, pick us up, renew us.